Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everybody. This is Karun Chando back from the Brazilian Grand Prix. Uh, it's been... Um, a bit of a strange trip, I'll be honest. The, uh, there was a lot of tension in the paddock given the issues happening outside the circuit. We were very fortunate that, um, you know, our friends from Mercedes, Williams, Pirelli, the FIA, nobody was, was hurt, although, um, you know, some of them had their belongings taken away. So it was a generally a bit of a tense atmosphere, uh, at the weekend, even before we talk about stuff on track. So, um, Let's talk about the stuff on track. I think there are a couple of standout performances. Um, you know, you have to talk about Vettel because ultimately he did what he does best. Once Seb gets into the lead of a Grand Prix, he very rarely mis- makes a mistake and or relinquishes it. Um, I think Austin this year comes to mind as a as one of those rare races. But you think of all those wins he racked up with Red Bull, where he you know, get in front, break the DRS, and then just disappear off into the distance. And that's kind of what he did here. He's very, very good. And once he gets in front, putting his foot down and breaking that uh, crucial gap to the DRS. And, you know, Valtteri had, you know, an opportunity, or they tried to create an opportunity. I think uh, Mercedes are on the pit stops, but they were never really close enough. You know, 1.9 seconds, I think, was the gap. And... That's why we heard Tony Ross on the radio to Valtteri saying, look, try and close it down. And he just didn't have enough pace to do it, um, which was a little bit disappointing um, from from their side, I think, because, you know, Lewis displayed some amazing pace. But we have to bear in mind that, um, you know, before we um, offer any criticism towards Valtteri, we have to bear in mind that Lewis had a new power unit um and that allowed him to run the higher power mode for a lot of the grand prix and that really contributed to his pace i think you saw um uh, you know valtteri having to manage his pace a little bit uh, a bit like the merc guys but uh, a bit like the ferrari guys but even so um i think it would he would have hoped to get a bit closer to seb and try and make that undercut work it didn't quite work out so it was pretty status quo up at the front. I mean, the pace was strong. I think, um, you know, the guys were pushing really hard. There was very low tyre deg, although there was a little bit of blistering. But the actual wear was quite low, which meant that the drivers were able to push quite hard all the way through the Grand Prix. Um, you know, for a lot of the Grand Prix, in fact, at a, at a pretty high pace. So it was quite a physical race, I think, for all the drivers. Um, Lewis made probably the most shocking mistake we've seen um, from him in qualifying in a very long time. I mean, I don't know how... I'm trying to think when was the last time we saw him make a mistake and crash like that. Um, or, or in fact saw any of the leading championship contenders crash out in qualifying in, in the on the first lap of the session. So... You know, normally that's a phase where the top three teams can sort of cruise around 
often on the harder tire and just get through. And uh, so it was really surprising to see him drop it. Obviously, the, you know, the, the car was tricky to drive um, and the track is bumpy. You know, Interlagos, an old school circuit, which I love. It was great to see, you know, big curbs, grass on the edge of the circuit, bumps, you know, the drivers really having to earn their money. And you can see as Lewis climbed the hill towards um, Ferradura, the turn six, seven, however you want to call it, the back of the car was just bobbing around a little bit. And when he turned in, the, it just went away from him and he had no chance to catch it at that speed. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a shock up and down the paddock to see that, uh, as I say, not something we see very often. But then on Sunday, I thought he was just stellar. Um, I think there was one standout moment for me, or there was one phase of the Grand Prix that was a standout, which is when the two Ferraris and Bottas pitted, uh, Lewis was obviously still out on the soft tyre, and he somehow, on tyres that had done 29 laps, was doing pretty much the same lap times as Valtteri was doing at that time. And, you know, as a driver, you're driving around, um, you know, in his case, I can imagine he's he's managed his race all the way through, but still, having done 29 laps, to still think I need to have rubber, enough rubber to attack um, at this phase because that's going to win me track position compared to other people. Uh, you know, that, that takes a great amount of discipline in the first part of the race in traffic. Um, and then he really unleashed that performance. And that allowed him to jump the Red Bulls and um, or get, you know, he passed Max on track in the end, but uh, it, it, I think that was a very important phase of the Grand Prix when he had free air to to win that lap time. Um, but ultimately, you could see once again that when the Mercs got behind the Ferraris, they struggled to follow. And that's why, again, it comes back to my point about uh, people who are critical of Valtteri saying he could have done more to win the race. I think it's difficult because it, the Merc does seem to struggle behind um, other other cars. And when he was behind the, uh, the the leading Ferrari, just didn't have the pace to to stay close enough to get in the DRS. And same with Lewis, when he got behind Kimi, um, despite having that pressure engine, as I said, he, he couldn't quite do enough to attack. Kimi did a good job to manage his energy uh, and battery power, use it in critical parts of the track namely turn 12, up to the start-finish line. So, you know, Kimi had to think about it, but he didn't really seem to be under um, under attack. I don't think Lewis ever got close enough to make the move. Um, who else? Let's talk about the Red Bulls. Really um, a subpar weekend for the team. They, they just um, didn't seem to have the performance. Christian said to me that, he believed it was just because they didn't have the straight line speed. A lot of uphill climbs here, um, out of turn four, out of turn 12. Um, and he felt that they just didn't have the grunt to power up the hill. And because, um, you know, obviously watching from the outside, you're a bit confused as to how Max can win the Grand Prix by 20 seconds, but even more in Mexico last time, and then come here and be nowhere. Um, they put it down to to power and straight line speed. So, uh, um, you know, we'll see. Um, I think Abu Dhabi as well could be quite difficult for them. We've got two long straights. Again, that could be quite difficult. And uh, even in between those long straights, you've got a couple of shorter straights as well. Start, finish one, for example. And 
Uh, the run through turns two and three should be pretty easy flat this year in the 2017 car. So, yeah, I think this could be pretty tough for them next time. Um, Felipe Massa, I thought, did a really good job. Um, he's always very, very good in Interlagos. And true to form, he was, um, you know, he was very competitive. Right from the first free practice, I went out to watch trackside in the first free practice session for a change. And it was nice to see, um, you know, some of the high-speed corners that Felipe looked really committed straight from FP1. And um, he carried that form through till the Grand Prix to, to beat Fernando, uh, hold off Perez. You know, there's a really strong performance. And I think he he was obviously very happy and he should be very proud of that last uh, Interlagos performance. So... Um, yeah, that's pretty much my summary. It wasn't the most exciting Grand Prix in Brazil, though, was it? You know, I think we had a bunch of activity at the front, uh, at the start. We had a bit of activity towards the end, and in the middle it sort of settled down. We were just having to watch the Lewis and Ricardo um, battles come through. So, uh, yeah, not not the most exciting Brazilian Grand Prix, considering that is normally one of the most dramatic venues uh, on the F1 calendar. Six championships have been settled there, so a little bit of the fizz has gone out of it. But anyway, on to Abu Dhabi. See you then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.